ChatGPT became the fastest application in history to hit 1 million users. And since then, we have seen a boom across the AI crypto sector with AI cryptos absolutely exploding. So in today's show, I want to talk a little bit deeper into this narrative and give you guys some of the projects in this narrative that I'm looking at. But I also want to give you my real opinion. Is it too late to buy? Are there AI altcoins that we should be buying right now? And then look at the next rotation. So what coins can benefit from AI that haven't already run yet? And I'm going to give you my full playbook to playing the AI narrative so you don't get wrecked in a market that's pumping and pumping and pumping. But I'll also give you some calls that I still think um, are, are looking decent. And I'll give you my price levels on the charts um, for accumulation, for selling and all that kind of stuff. So we're going to get into the full playbook now. Let's get straight into it. And we need to start with why exactly this narrative ran. And the primary reason for why this narrative ran is because of ChatGPT. I think what ChatGPT did is make people realize just how far advanced AI was. For a long time, AI was just a promise of what could happen in the future. But I think for the first time, people are starting to realize that the future is now. And there is definitely a benefit to this technology that we can harness and utilize now that can improve our daily lives. And off the back of that, people have realized, well, if it can improve our daily lives, maybe it can improve the efficiency of cryptocurrency. And that's where you get a lot of the speculation coming from on the basis of uh, expected improvement. Now, not only did it hit 1 million users um, before any other app in history, it also hit 10 million daily users before any other app in history. Just for perspective, Instagram took 355 days to get to 10 million users. ChatGPT did it in 40 days. So it's absolutely crazy just how fast it's growing. And Elon Musk, as Elon Musk does, really set off this narrative or at least got a lot of more people interested in it by calling it a big year for AI. And we've had multiple public figures now come out, multiple big companies come out um, and say that AI is the future and say that they're looking at investing heavily in, in AI. And the first one was Microsoft. So they announced that they were investing $10 billion in the maker of ChatGPT. GPT, OpenAI. And off the back of that, we've seen many other big companies like Google also start to enter the space. But Microsoft was actually the reason why the AI boom first kicked off. And this resulted in the initial boom across many, many AI protocols. And that is because once you have a big company coming in and underpinning a narrative, it doesn't just become a narrative anymore. It becomes a trend. And there's a very big difference um, between the two. I'll give you an example. Remember when Facebook first got into crypto gaming? Before then, gaming was just like this little narrative that people were kind of talking about. You know, one day crypto gaming is going to be huge. You know, one day maybe we'll have big games um, in the crypto space. And then Facebook announced that they were pivoting to metaverse. And then you had other big companies starting to announce like Disney and Nike and now Amazon announcing that they were getting to the space. And then that really gave the space credibility because it's like, okay, if Facebook thinks that um, metaverse is the future, maybe it is the future. You know, if Disney and, and Nike and stuff are now doing NFTs and starting to look into gamified products uh, and now Amazon's investing in crypto gaming. Well, maybe crypto gaming is the future. And I think that's exactly what happened here with AI. You got Microsoft coming into the play and, and people went from what was initially like a very speculated upon narrative um, to now something that is a little more concrete in terms of, okay, the big companies are realizing this is happening. Um, this is the future. And you know now we have to start positioning ourselves. And that's why we did get the massive explosion in crypto. But of course, I'll get into everything in this video, whether I think that's justified, whether I think it's ran too much, 
all that stuff I'm going to cover. So make sure you stick to the end um, because I think this whole video will be extremely, extremely important to watch. Um, every single part of it has been laid out on purpose. So the AO narrative for that reason reminds me of the gaming run in 2021. It's split up into my opinion, what I would name the four cycle playbook. The first part of the cycle is that big company coming in and investing. So Facebook for gaming um, and Microsoft for the AI narrative. Number two is the current stage that we are currently in, which is the speculation phase. This is when you get that initial rush of speculation, that initial rush in the prices and the, and the public interest um, of these particular coins. And that is the phase that is the most explosive and that is the phase where you make the most money. And I still believe we're in this phase. And I'll get into where exactly I think of this phase I think we're in, but we are definitely still in phase number two. And then what, you, what happens is phase number three. And this is the hype stage um, where hype starts to peak and then dies down. And that's when we see drawdown. So that's when we saw, you know, many of the major crypto games like um, like Sandbox and Gala and some of these other games. In fact, most games have major drawdowns. Of course, that was in tandem with um, negative macroeconomic conditions. But as a result, we did see some major drawdowns across that space. But the real projects in the niche with real utility keep building. And oftentimes, the real projects, the good projects that are actually harnessing the power of the technology, they end up succeeding long term. And just like I believe that there'll be great crypto games and great crypto gaming studios that succeed long-term, I believe there are great AI cryptos and great cryptos that can utilize the efficiency benefits that you get from utilizing AI technology that will also succeed long-term. So long-term and short-term are two different things. How we trade the narrative in phase two is a completely different thing from how we invest in the narrative long-term. And I'll, I'll split that up into two different explanations in today's video. But what we've seen is the speculation phase starting to advance quite rapidly off the back of Google now entering the fray. So first we just had Microsoft investing and that resulted in the first big wave in AI cryptocurrency. Then we had Google investing. And now this has resulted in a renewed interest over the weekend and going into the start of the week in a lot of AI cryptocurrencies. And we can see this because, and I'll use Fed as an example, because it's one of the biggest AI cryptos and probably one of the most true to the AI narrative cryptos that we've seen in terms of you know how it use, utilizes AI tech. We can see that it was 40 cents um, prior to the Google announcement. As soon as the Google announcement went live, it literally skyrocketed to 55 cents. Um, and now we are, we are seeing consolidation. So the narrative really did kick off this second leg, as you see um, with this uh, second extension here, after the initial extension, which was off the back of Microsoft. So this is an extremely news-based trade. And because it is so news-based, it becomes extremely, extremely hard to short. It is extremely hard to short a narrative that is news-based, and it's also extremely hard to short into an uptrend. So when I'm trading these coins, I'm not even thinking about the short side. I'm only thinking of two things. One, taking profits on existing spot positions, and two, looking for opportunistic longs or opportunistic trades to capture upside from positive price, price growth. Because it is extremely, in fact, I would urge everyone not to short this narrative. And I'm getting some friends starting to text me like from the real world saying, you know, Mars, AI looks overextended. You know, should I short? My answer to them is always no. And in fact, because so many people are now talking about shorting, that only kind of um, leads to a situation where I think you can get um, a short squeeze to the upside, or at least you can get a situation where shorts start to overpower longs at some point, and then you see them get absolutely um, wrecked, like we saw with Aptos. Everyone was trying to short Aptos at $10, $15, $17. It went all the way into the 20s um, because people kept trying to short. So don't short this. 
only look at either the long scenario or the take profit scenario. Um, and I'll get I'll get into both of those scenarios because they're very different. The trading relies on short term, um, like your your short term ability to play trades, and then the long term stuff is on your long term ability to spot um good projects, and it comes with a very different uh set of strategies. So, let's get into the trading side first. What would I do in terms of trading AI cryptos now? I did a tweet um, on December 7th, so two months ago, where I called this narrative. Now, I didn't call the coin specifically, but I did highlight that the narrative was something I was looking at and looking to invest in. And since then, I think we've seen five to 10Xs across the space. So we did very, very well calling that. Um, And also, I think three days ago on Sunday night or Monday, depending on what country you're in, I launched a video saying top five AI crypto altcoins for 2023. And I'm assuming because it has 45,000 views that a lot of you did watch that video. Um, if you did watch that video, then you'd be substantially up on a lot of these alts because Numeraire was 17 when I posted the video. Um, it's now $24. I think GRT as well was 8 cents, so 8.9 cents. It's now 20 cents. So as you can see, even since um, the, I released that video on Monday, a lot of the coins have skyrocketed. So if you are in a position where you did buy after that video, um, and of course, I, I don't suggest you just ape in and go crazy, but if you did buy, um, I would suggest just taking a, a, a tiny bit of profits just because my, my framework for investing always incorporates profit-taking when you see extreme pumps. And I would call what happened to GRT, which is almost a 3X, and what happened to FET, which is almost a 2X, since this video w- was released, an extreme pump. And you can keep money on the table here. And in fact, obviously non-financial advice, I suggest you do so um, in, in the case of more upside. But if you are significantly up already, um, take profits. That's to the guys that are significantly up already. To the guys that aren't in, and to uh, and girls, of course, that aren't in this trade and want to get into this trade and just don't know how to play this at all, I'm going to give you two strategies, uh, a trading strategy and then a long-term strategy. And they're very different, um, but I, I hope it gives you some guidance over how I'm actually playing this. And also, um, I'll talk over some of the coins I like. Before I get into those coins, I'm going to give you an update on the five uh, AI crypto coins that I called on Sunday. Um, remember to, if you do want to trade, um, get involved in this Rolex giveaway competition because we are still giving away a Rolex on Bybit and BitGet. And if you sign up um, for a link in the description using my link to either BitGet or Bybit and just open one trade, that's all you need to do, as well as join the band to Discord, which I'm sure you're already in, then you can potentially win a Rolex watch. But the best part is, the more you trade, the more chance you have of actually winning a Rolex. So if you open 20 trades in a month, you have 20 entries. So 20x times winning than the person that just opened one trade. So even if you just open tiny, 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 tiny trades, but open a lot of them, you get more entries um, into the competition. So if you're not already in, um, I recommend doing so because we are running this to the end of Feb. So you do have a little bit of time now to get involved, but the giveaway could be at any time. So I recommend doing it sooner rather than later if you're not in and sign up um, to either BitGet or Bybit using the link in the description. Um, if you already have a Bybit account, then you could sign up for a new BitGet account and vice versa. So links in the description to that. Bybit also has a $30,000 sign up bonus. BitGet has a $8,000 sign up bonus. So big bonuses for you to deposit as well. Let's get in to the AI altcoins now. Now, the first one that I have been speaking about quite heavily is FET. And FET, in many ways, is a market leader um, alongside Ocean. So these protocols being kind of the OG, true AI cryptocurrencies, these are the ones that have that have tend to exhibit like a really, really strong um, price momentum when we do get hype into this narrative. And these are the ones that t- typically front run the market. And then we see the mid caps. We see the small caps starting to follow. Now, I have outlined some levels on my charts. The one caveat I'm going to give you is it's very hard to chart these coins right now. They're, they're explosive. They're running on news. They're, they're, they're running very quick. This is like full FOMO mode. So it's very hard to actually draw 
price levels. There are some historic levels which are still important, but in terms of like looking at price levels for shorts, it, it's it, it just, it's just not going to work. I'm only looking at the long scenarios, and for FET, we are approaching resistance right now, which means if I were to long FET, um, I would look for a pullback. Now, I would look for a pullback into the $0.42 cent to the $0.47 cent range because we are approaching resistance. We're getting rejected. Um, I'm going to go into the hourly to show you this. We're getting rejected off um, two key levels right now. We're getting rejected off a horizontal level at $0.55. Cents, and then also um, the, the diagonal trend. So we are showing, you know, although it's been general bullish momentum, we're starting to see a slight slowdown. I think a lot of people are taking profits. So if we do get a pullback, into this region here, um, and, it, and it could be anywhere in this region here, maybe consider just buying a little bit because basically what I'm doing with my trading plan is I'm looking at, at longing these alts um, to take advantage of momentum, but I'm not looking at, looking at spot longing for the long term. This isn't a spot long zone at all. This isn't an accumulation zone at all. If you want to hold these coins for the next five years, and I'm going to get into at the end of this show whether I think that's a good idea anyway, um, this isn't the time to be loading up. This is only the time to get involved on the long side if you are taking advantage of short-term trading. And it is a difficult game to play, but if you use low leverage and you do implement risk management through utilizing stop losses, you can make money on the uptrend here. Um, and there is a little bit more juice to be squeezed out of AI on some of these coins. Of course, the smaller caps are going to run harder, and I'm going to get into that in a second, but I want to give you my levels on the ones I showed in the video first before we get into them. GR, um, sorry, Ocean, very similar scenario. Um, I think the next big key level uh, for Ocean is the 46, 46 cent mark. If we do pull back to that mark, that's a decent level to buy out, of course. Um, you can set your stop below the previous wick. Ali, which is an NFT AI platform, which I do like, that's in a very similar boat as well. In fact, we saw Ali kind of run up to the point where it's extremely hard to chart because there's not much historical data, right? Um, it's almost in price discovery. It's kind of like optimism. When you have a coin entering price discovery, it becomes very, very hard to chart. But if I do go onto the one hourly, um, I think it'll kind of behave similarly to some of these other alts where I will look at kind of this region um, to accumulate it if, if things start to break down because that's still bullish. Now, the number one key thing with AI cryptos and trading them is you have to make sure they are maintaining bullish momentum. So if we start to break down and they start to make lower highs, which means let's say, you know, we, we fail to make a high here, we drag down, we break, and, and then we break here. That's bearish momentum. Now we can't trade, um, we can't be longing into momentum like this. But if we do get a pullback, but we maintain above key support levels, then that is okay. Because in general, in general, we're still maintaining trend as long as we make a higher high. Then that is bullish, a bullish trend, and we can continue to kind of play that stepladder game to the upside, and that's exactly what we saw in crypto gaming in 2021. The reason I'm making so many um, comparisons to that is because I think that's the closest thing we have to this current run, and that's the closest example we have to look at when we are contextualizing this current run. GRT is very similar. It did break out quite strongly. I think a pullback to the 17 cent region is where I'd look to long that. Adjix as well, quite similar we're at the 40 cent region. So generally these charts are looking very, very similar. You can't long right now just because, I mean, you're just playing a very risky game, um, which relies on, on Bitcoin and Ethereum and the rest of the market as well um, in terms of leverage longing. But I also do want to get into my spot plan and what I actually think about this market as a whole. Is it frothy? Is it just a short-term narrative? What other coins will benefit? So I'm going to get into that as well. Um, but remember, if you don't want to trade any of these coins, they're not all on centralized exchanges, but some are on BitGet, 
So there's a link in the description to BitGet to trade. Once again, we do have the Rolex comp, so make sure to sign up using the link in the description and to open a trade so you get an entry into that Rolex competition. But some of the alts are on BitGet, some are on Bybit, um, and some are on KuCoin. So um, you're going to kind of need to have a few exchanges open because they're not all in one place. Um, some of them have low liquidity as well, which is a point I'm going to make in a second. So, all right, let's get into like the, the brass tacks of this AI narrative. You kind of know that I'm looking at pullbacks. You know that I'm looking at, at longing like those five coins because I think they're some of the strongest coins um, in the AI narrative, um, but only on pullbacks. But you know that I'm not buying spots. You know I'm not going crazy accumulating these for the long term now. So you know those things, but let's actually get into... Um, what my opinion is of this AI run. Like, is it substantive? Does it have something to underpin the narrative? Or is it just a whole lot of hot air? And is it something that's just going to dump? That's basically the question I want to answer now. So Markets of Mayhem did a good job of summarizing this. He said, AI is the current hype bubble. Yes, the tech has tremendous promise. Don't get me wrong. But the way things are moving right now is reminiscent of the exaggerated hype cycle we saw in early 2021. The market is well ahead of the technology right now. And I would 100% agree with him. Things are moving on such an exaggerated hype cycle due to a combination of bullish narrative-specific momentum by these big guys like Google and Microsoft and also general market bullish momentum. And if you get general market bullish momentum and you also have a strong narrative, it is very hard to see things calming down or at least significantly calming down unless Bitcoin has a major pullback. Let's assume Bitcoin goes to 25K. Ask yourself, what narratives are going to run if Bitcoin goes to 25K? The strongest narratives in the markets are going, uh, are going to run. Now, what are the strongest narratives in the market? I'd say ZK is extremely strong. I'd say LSDs, liquid staking derivatives, are extremely strong. And I'd say, thirdly, AI is extremely strong. And just like crypto gaming ran into November, December in 2021, you've got to remember the reason why it ran is because the markets were very bullish then. Like, although Bitcoin had topped at that point, there were a lot of altcoins that were still performing really well and the general market momentum or at least sentiment was positive but as soon as bitcoin started to pull back crypto gaming took the biggest hit because it was the most speculative industry and it's the same with ai when you get speculation like this if there's positive price momentum in the general market it, it will tend to run the hardest but as soon as things flip bearish it'll also tend to come down the fastest and that's why if you're trading you have to implement risk management here um, and it's also one of the reasons why it's extremely hard to short as well, because you do have to time the market in terms of Bitcoin and Ethereum. Um, and if Bitcoin and Ethereum pump, you get wrecked shorting. And that's why I'm, I'm telling you guys to stay away from shorting this. So the market is ahead of the technology and it's moving faster than the technology. So let's assume, now I'm not saying this will happen, but let's assume that we do exhibit b bullish price momentum. L let's assume Bitcoin performs very strongly and I'll get into my Bitcoin chart at the end. Let's, let's, let's assume AI continues to continue on this trend, all right? In that case, a lot of these big caps have run their max multiples. Now, you're still going to make money leverage trading them if you, if, you get, if you get the timing right. You can still make a little bit of money on spot, although I wouldn't recommend it. But, that, but I mean, most of them are like, you might get a two or a three X. Okay, if you look at those huge gains... You're not going to get them in the graph. You're not going to get them in FET. You may, but it's difficult because their market caps are huge. The graph 1.8, fetch 446, they're huge. I think you're going to see the, the, the majority of the growth, at least from a multiples perspective, in the lower caps. Now, this is where things get really risky and this is where it becomes a bit of a gamble. Um, but if you, if you are trying to allocate towards this narrative, next time we get a major pullback, as long as we maintain positive price structure 
from Bitcoin and these AI alts, and I'd look at Fed and Ocean to work out whether that's the case, then you can start looking at accumulating some of these really risky ones with a very small percentage of your portfolio. Why am I saying this? Because these are the ones where capital will rotate into. When it comes to investing, you got to play the rotation game. When I look at what happened with Metaverse coins, think about how the rotation happened. Gala pumped first, then Sandbox pumped, then Decentraland pumped at a similar time, and then things filtered down and down and down into the smaller and smaller and smaller caps. And then you had like Vulcan Forge and mid-cap pumping, but then you had all these small ones starting to pump like massively and some of the meme coins and like those la- those little ones, they ran last. And I think with crypto game, um, uh, sorry, AI crypto, it's very similar. I think you, you see the big ones run first and look at just look at the seven-day returns here. They have actually run the most percentage-wise, 230%, 130%, 97%. And then some of these smaller ones, they haven't really run as much. Like they just haven't. Now some have, like the really quality projects have um, still like grown massively. Of course, they're smaller caps. Like liquidity is going to mean you, you get um, harsh pumps when, when, when you do have a lot of buy side demand coming in for a product. But in general, I'm talking general here, like on aggregate, a lot of these small ones haven't run as much. Now, of course, they've already run. Of course, you're buying into like uh, a lot of hype, but I would just look at them. Now, today's video is not the video I'm going to give you my exact picks. I'll probably do a bit more research on this because I don't just want to like show you crappy alts. Like that's the last thing I want to do. I only want to tell you about projects that I actually see have momentum. So I'm, I'm probably going to give you the, that list either tomorrow or the next day, but I think it's fine. I don't think it's too time sensitive. I think you got a few days. I don't think you need a FOMO. Um, and I think we should start preparing that watch list. And I think you should start researching that watch list of small ones. Um, because if we do get this situation where things continue to, to exaggerate, and perform similarly to what crypto gaming did, then I think the small caps run. Um, You just have to be very, very, very careful about it. Now, let's also talk about another rotation that I think could potentially happen. So you have the rotation from big caps to mid caps to small caps. I also think we're going to see a rotation from AI to computing power and data storage. Now, it sounds crazy, but think about what AI actually is, right? It is using machine learning in some cases, And it's also using artificial intelligence or machine intelligence to improve the efficiency of a blockchain or at least offer a product to the blockchain that potentially couldn't be offered. So something like Numeraire, right? It's a trading strategy algorithm. Now, without AI, you couldn't create an algorithm and so they wouldn't have a protocol. So it's allowing them to do something that they can't do. Ocean, kind of like a marketplace to really summarize things. Um... I mean, they're a marketplace that uses that sells artificial intelligence data and uses AI data to enhance um, the efficiency of, of their product. That's only possible because of AI, right? So you have to look down the curve. AI is at its like core a mechanic, an artificial or at least a digital mechanic which improves a product. Computing power is the same thing. You have an art um, an artificial or computer made mechanic which improves a product. And then data storage as well. You have indexing protocols, kind of like the graph, but then also you have um, kind of data space protocols that manage data, store data, control data, sell data. Those are in a similar sphere to AI. And then storage are the protocols that store all this data. They're at the base layer. I think this graph's really good because it kind of highlights that, yeah, okay, AI is the current narrative right now, but okay, maybe there's a rotation here into some of these protocols. And I'd recommend looking at the computing stuff, the data stuff, the storage stuff. And if Bitcoin um, consolidates 
and it looks like we're going to break to the upside, position yourself in some of the rotation narratives here instead of just looking at AI and trying to like just solely buy into the ones that have already ripped. Now, long-term, some of these are great. Render's great long-term. Arwe's great long-term. Filecoin's great long-term. This is all my opinion, of course. Don't listen to me. Just my opinion. But there are some protocols here which are great. A cash. Um, there are many. But this isn't like a long-term trade. If you're buying for the next five years, I don't think now's the time. I really don't. But if you're buying for the next three months, then it could be decent. So it's a very, very different game. Um, but of course, this relies on Bitcoin. And in a second, I'm going to get into my Bitcoin chart to give you my opinion there because it's all all of this relies on Bitcoin. So you can't get alt seasons without Bitcoin consolidating. Um, but you can get alt seasons if Bitcoin does consolidate. So that's a scenario we have to look out for. Now, I want to address something very important before we get into that chart. Um, and I want to address the use case of AI because everything that I said in this video so far makes sense in the context of trading a narrative. But I want to contextualize this from a long-term standpoint. So although we, it is similar to crypto gaming, um, in the sense that it's going to be transformative one day, and in the sense that we know AI crypto will be a thing one day, at least like I think it will be a thing one day, right now, the products that are pumping and the products that are in the market, a lot of them aren't actually... AI protocols, or they're kind of proxy AI protocols or pseudo AI protocols. And what I mean by that is, let's take the graph, for example. It's a data indexing protocol. It's actually one of my favorite projects in crypto um, from a tech standpoint, but it's not really AI, is it? Like, let's be completely honest with each other. It, it, what it does is it collects data. It, it indexes data to make querying data easier. So if an NFT collection wants to work out how many characters in a thousand NFT collection have blonde hair... Instead of running a script to scrape all of the smart contracts, they can just ask the graph, hey, you index this data for us already. How many people have blonde hair? And the graph will tell them. And it's easier because it costs less and it's quicker. So they do a great job at indexing data and they do use machine learning kinda to help with this, but it's not really AI. Like when we think of chat GPT and like full automation, it's not really AI. Now, some of these are. I think Fed and Ocean probably come very close to being like true AI protocols. But, you know, even Numeraire, like it is technically AI, but I mean, it's a trading algorithm. Like we've had algorithms for a long time. ChatGPT didn't change that. Um, Ali, like it's NFTs. Sure, it uses machine learning to kind of create smart NFTs. But, you know, it's not actually like fully AI AI. So let's just think about this from a long-term perspective. We don't know how artificial intelligence is going to impact crypto. We don't know the dynamic behind how it's going to help crypto um, because we just haven't seen it in the market for long enough. Um, and Avachal did a really good talk on this on my interview on the weekend. I highly recommend you watch it where, where he said, look, I'm a VC, but I'm not investing in AI yet because I just don't understand quite yet the dynamics behind how it fits into the market. And he says, you know, I need three years. I need four years. I need to see how things work in practice before I start going, ah, that's what AI is going to do for crypto. Oh, it's going to be used for this. Oh, it's going to be used for that. Right now, we can't really say that. Like, We know that trading algorithms are good, but we don't really know how they're going to work. We know that AI marketplaces might be a thing, but we don't really know how they're going to work. It's a bit different to crypto gaming where we, where we could clearly sit back and say, oh yes, digital collectibles are massive. NFTs are massive because people need to social signal online. 
Um, people want to have fun. That's how we're going to onboard retail. It's very easy to work out why crypto gaming will be here in five years. It's very hard to work out why AI crypto will be here in five years. It will be because AI can, can like transform any industry. We've seen that in a short amount of time, any industry. So we know it'll be a thing, but we don't know how it's going to look. So that's why from a long-term perspective, and when I say long-term, I mean like three to five years, this isn't the time to accumulate these projects. Because you're buying into a hype cycle of a narrative you don't even know how it's going to develop yet. And the thing is, often the first products that develop in a narrative, they aren't the best product. There's better iterations that come along and and they say, okay, cool. Thanks, Fetch. You just taught us something cool. We're going to improve your product. We're going to make it better. And we're going to do a better job. And those protocols are often the ones that win. Kind of like the iPhone, right? The the iPhone wasn't first to market with, with a phone. They were the first smartphone, but they weren't the first phone. You had... BlackBerry, you had Nokia the dominating the mobile phone market. And then Apple came in and they said, okay, we learned off you. We know what users want now. They want a more interactive experience and we're going to make it better. So we'll implement, you know, touch screens and, and we'll just make the product a little like better design and a better UI. Like they understood once Nokia and BlackBerry were in the market, you know, what would improve a, a phone. And it's similar to this right now. And also TikTok. TikTok did the same thing. They realized, oh, um, people are kind of getting bored of, of, of Facebook and Instagram. People want video. People want short-form video content, quick content, quick stuff to digest to keep them entertained. Let's pivot towards that. And they actually took market share from Instagram and Facebook because they were the new ones that learnt off the old ones. Now, sometimes the old ones win. And there will be projects in this list that win. Like Ethereum won. It was, it was early. Facebook still, I mean, it might not be as big as it is, but it's still winning, even though it was early. So... There are still early projects that win, but a lot of the winning projects aren't released yet. So although it's a big narrative now, you do have to look into how it's going to work in the future. And that's why I'm urging everyone with caution in terms of looking into the spot scenarios here. Now, of course, what you do with your own money is your choice. Depends on your goals and your thesis, but um, I would be careful. Now, the trading um, plan that I just talked about before, that's completely valid. And if Bitcoin holds, AI could still perform strongly and the smaller caps could perform strongly and we could see a rotation into other kind of machine um, orientated industries like data and computer computing power. Um, but from a long-term perspective, it's a different game. And I wanted to make that clear because I'm seeing a lot of videos now come out about top AI picks and they're not differentiating like timeframes. And I think timeframe in crypto is so important. They're, they're kind of saying, oh, these are my favorite AI projects. And they're not telling you um, kind of what time frame. Um, they're not telling you what their long-term thesis is or short-term thesis is. And it's something I just wanted to clear up and make very, very clear um, in, today's, in today's show. But we are following a very similar dynamic to what the metaverse was following. Um, like a very, 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 very similar dynamic to what the metaverse followed. So what I want to do now is just look at Bitcoin quickly to give you guys like a quick market perspective on where I think we sit with Bitcoin. Um, because obviously that's very, very important for all these narratives. And I'm actually going to keep you guys updated on this. So if you do want to watch... Um, more AI content and see how I'm playing this in real time. Obviously, I've kept you guys relatively updated over the last few months, but if you're new to my show, I do stream every day at 7 p.m. EST. So make sure you turn on notifications and join the fam. Um, And I do upload a lot on weekends as well. So I don't upload every weekday. Uh, If it is a weekday, I'm on at 7 p.m. If it's a weekend, I'm on, I think, at like 8 a.m. EST. But just keep your eye out for the shows because I will keep you updated on all this stuff. So let's look at Bitcoin for a second. First thing I want to look at is the moving average, one of the most important indicators in crypto. Um, from a price perspective, we are still, we're, I mean, this is still bullish. We're in a bullish trend. 
whenever Bitcoin's over the 200 MA, it's very hard to think about shorting. And we could see this, I mean, historically, right? When we go below the 200 MA, those have been great shorts. That was a fantastic short. That was a fantastic short. Um, that was a fantastic short. Like we could see when we break down. Now there's a couple instances of fake outs, but generally when we break down, um, it ends up being a pretty good short. Similarly to when we break out of the 200 MA, it ends up being a pretty good long. That was a pretty good long. Um, anything here was a pretty good long. Typically, that ends up being uh, you, you know a good long scenario. So the 200 MA for me is kind of like a good indicator on the daily, of course, to work out like where do we sit? Are we in a bull trend? Are we in a bear trend? It's that simple. Um, and if you're in a bull trend, trading a bull trend is as simple as longing pullbacks. That's how that that it's that simple. And trading in a bear trend is as simple as shorting pumps. It, you can that is how you can trade. Now, obviously, there's um, you know extreme nuances to that and strategy when it comes to stop losses and what altcoins you rotate into and all of that crazy stuff that you can get really, really obsessed over. But in general, if I'm oversimplifying this, you long in a bull trend, you short in a bear trend. So because we are currently above the 200 MA, we consolidated above, we retested, and we have been showing strong bullish momentum. And I'll go into a shorter time frame to show you guys this. This is a very strong pattern. I'm not worried at all about the bull scenario. It's not until we start breaking down from this range which I would say um, becomes quite prominent, like below 22.2, that I start to get really, really worried. And as long as we're above 23K, um, I continue to trade or at least anticipate bullish moment. So right now, this is very good. Um, we're still making higher lows. Higher low, higher low. Like even here, this whole range was higher than the previous week. That's actually very good price momentum. And interestingly, even though we saw a sell-off on the weekend, look at how quickly things responded. And that does, that honestly does give me confidence. It's a good sign um, because the market is responding very well to pullbacks. There is so much demand that every pullback just gets eaten up. And that's a very, very good sign for Bitcoin. So the, what's the bull case here? Well, obviously, we need to make a higher high now. Um, so for the bull case to play out, you need to confirm above the 23.3 region. And then we need to push to the upside. And at some point, we do need to make a higher high. If we keep testing this level, uh, this horizontal range here, and I'll show you that range, and we keep rejecting, then that's that that that's bearish. That's starting to look like a general top formation when you see something like this occur. But if we get, can push up and create a higher high that continues the bullish pattern, that means there is more upside. Um, the other thing is, even if Bitcoin gets range bound like this, uh, then that's good for alts because we can still see like mini alt seasons during periods of Bitcoin consolidation. Um, and that's what we saw like last year in November, December, like many alts performed very strongly, even though Bitcoin was like kind of already topped and was just consolidating. So what we don't want to see, however, is a full breakdown. So we failed to make a higher high breakdown here, then a breakdown at this level. Okay. That's starting to look quite bad. Um, if we break down the 22.3 level, then like we start to reconsider the thesis. But for now, this range is strong. The levels that we set out, um, and we've had these same levels for the last three weeks, they've been a charm to trade. I think I'm still up on my Apex trades. Yep. On, I've got, actually got an XRP short, short just because that was showing um, weak negative, uh, it was showing weak relative strength. But for Bitcoin, yeah, you can trade this range. You can short um, the top of the range, you can long the bottom of the range. But sh anytime you consider shorting the top of the range, just know that that is like a that's a beer money trade, and what I mean by beer money trade is that's a trade that's going to make you a few dollars because you can't put any significant amount into a short. Um, you can go bigger on the longs, 
right? For example, right now we're breaking above at 23.3. So like if we confirm above on the four hourly, um, then I think this could be a decent long scenario, but we need to confirm above. We've seen many times like it's ended up faking out, but this is a good example of confirmation. Um, when we got this candle here, what you saw was we had the wick, see the positive wick, and then we had the um, the retest, a very clean retest, and that was the long zone. And then from that long zone, you had like a 4% move to the upside. And 4% in Bitcoin is like, in AI coins, 100% at the moment, or like at least 10% on alts. So it's a lot bigger on alts, and then you add leverage to that, and bang, you're looking at a 2x, um, 2x, 3x. So similar thing now, we want to see a break above, a pushback down, so a retest on a, on a new four-hourly candle, consolidation above, consolidation looks like a clean retest. Um, the next candle comes in green and then I push the upside. Then I look to long um, with obviously, you know, a, a tight stop underneath the previous week. Got to have a stop under the previous week. On the hourly right now, that week looks like uh, there's a few different zones. Look, look, if you're trading with crazy leverage, then obviously you're going to need to go somewhere here. Um, but if you're trading with like super low leverage and you can afford to be like more liberal with your stop and go at like 22.7. I actually have a long in at the moment. So that's in the green, which is good um, on Bybit. So let's see how that one plays out. So that's my Bitcoin plan. And then Ethereum um, is kind of just, you know, it's approaching resistance. So let's see if we can break it. This is the key zone for ETH. Let's see if we can break. We did break that first zone. Um, but yeah, Ethereum breaks here and bang, there's lots of upside. I think this is the exciting thing about Bitcoin at the moment. It's like, let's actually look on the, on the daily and I don't want to take up too much of your time, but this is still important stuff. Um, on the daily, we're in this zone and I'll, I'll outline this zone for you. It's here and here. Now this range is a very key range for Bitcoin to break. So any trade you take now, um, you want to close in this range. Now, if Bitcoin breaks this range, this zone here. I mean, really the only resistance there is, is, is uh, until after 24 is 28K. Like there's not much in the way of 23 to 28. So I think what happens is if we do manage to break this range, we go straight from 24 to 28. That's when alts go parabolic. Now that's the bull case. It may not happen. So you have to trade accordingly on the lower time frames. but that is the bull case. So that's just to give you an idea of what can happen. Um, but obviously you want to be looking at the one hour, the four hour, and judging each move in its own merit. It's extremely important to do. And right now, I'm just taking it as it comes, trading based on my levels um, and implementing risk management with my stops. And as long as you do that, you, you know you can't go too wrong. So if you don't want to trade Bitcoin or Ethereum, you can do so on Apex. If you want to trade on a DEX, Apex is pretty cool because they have a trade-to-earn program. So you can earn, I think they're giving away $10 million this year, $190,000 a week to people that trade. So the more you trade, the more you earn. If you go to the trade to earn um, dashboard, you'll notice that you can actually claim rewards. So if you trade, you'll see estimated rewards pop up. You can claim them and then stake them. Um, so you see, I have uh, 1,200 of unclaimed banner here that I can now claim and then stake. So you will earn money for trading. And it's a DEX, so it's powered by L2, non-custodial, so you keep custody of your own assets. Um, so if you want to trade on a DEX, Apex is the, is the best one in my opinion. It's very, very, very good. It's an order book DEX. Um, and I highly recommend trading on DEXs. Uh, and then if you want to trade on a centralized exchange, of course, you've got the Rolex competition for BitGet and Bybit. So links in the description to that. Um, so you've got two options. I want to give you options because I know some people prefer DEXs. I know some people prefer centralized exchanges. So I give you the option to do both. But thank you guys so much for joining. It was it was pretty cool. Um, hopefully what I said made sense in terms of my long-term plan and my short-term plan, but I'll keep you updated because there'll be little mini rotations and I want to keep you guys involved with what I'm buying. 
um, what I'm looking at, how I'm playing it, what my stop losses are. If you did make money off that original video or my original tweet, you're well in the green, take some profits. Um, if you make money on spot AI, take some profits uh, and kind of, you know, look to look to only buy the pullbacks. And if you are buying pullbacks and you're, and you've got a very long-term time horizon, just be very careful because things, I mean, momentum eventually reverses. And yes, we could see an over, we could see an extension here for a month, two months, three months. Like we could see AI, AI outperform for six months, but you just got to be careful in terms of buying spot at overextended levels. That's, that's my number one tip. I think we've learned that as well over last year. So that, and someone just said, let me know about smaller AI, AI tokens. I will definitely do this, but I'd, I got to research guys. Like, I'm just like you, like I have to do my research. I have to do my due diligence. And the difference is like, I'm, I'm streaming in front of like thousand, like a thousand people right now. Like I can't just come on and show some crap that I haven't researched properly. I can't just come on and say, oh, I'm buying. Like I have to do a bit more due diligence. So I don't just say something that's just rubbish, right? You know, I want to make sure everything I say is legit, or at least I believe in what I'm saying. And the only way to do that's for me to research. And I have been researching for a week on like the next AI rotations. But like in the meantime, I've just been playing these bigger cap rotations. As I explained in the video, as I explained in my tweet two months ago, these were the ones. Fet, Ocean, Ali, GRT, Ajix. Like, um, these were the ones that performed strongly and that I anticipated to perform strongly. But now I'm going, okay, you know, let's start looking at these small caps in case we get a rotation. So let me just research that and we'll get into that maybe tomorrow or the day after when I'm like done. I've already got a couple in my head. Uh, but that's going to be a separate video. So look forward to that one. Um, and until then, I'll see you in the next one. Hope you guys have a lovely, lovely, lovely day. And good luck. Trade well. And I'll see you later. Peace out.